Welcome to the Rooflines podcast, produced by Virginia Realtors, where we serve up real talk about real estate in Virginia. On each episode, we break down trends in the housing market and help you make sense of what's going on in Virginia's real estate industry and what's on the horizon. From the pandemic, we saw many trends emerge, but one of these trends has reshaped the way that we work and where we choose to live, work from home. We will explore how working remotely went from a work style trend to a stabilizing force in the job market and how it impacted the real estate market. Hello and welcome to Rooflines. I'm Ryan Price, Chief Economist with Virginia Realtors. I'm joined today by our research associate, Dominique, to discuss today's topic. How are you doing, Dominique? I'm doing pretty good, Ryan. Thanks for asking. Glad to hear it. Are you ready to dive into today's topic? I am. Let's get into it. All right. Me too. So today we're talking about something that has greatly affected the workforce and the housing market over the last three years, which is work from home. Yeah, work from home, although not a new concept, gained momentum after COVID-19 hit the U.S. in 2020, as a lot of states enacted stay-at-home orders and social distancing orders. Yeah, it's crazy to think about just how quickly the uh, work from home trend started, you know, just to paint the picture, you know, how many people were working from home before uh, COVID started? Well, before COVID, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, in 2018, of those workers who were 16 years and over, 8.25 million worked at home, which comes out to about 5.3% of the workforce. Okay, so 5.3%. That's a pretty small percentage. What about during the pandemic? How many people were working from home then? In 2021, there was about 27.5 million people that worked from home which comes out to about 17.9% of the overall workforce. Oh, wow. That's uh, that's over triple the amount of people in just a matter of three years. So uh, quite a big jump there. Did remote work follow a similar pattern uh, more local here in Virginia? It did. So in Virginia, 5.6% of workers worked from home in 2018. And then we saw that number quadruple by 2021 with 22.3% of people working from home. Wow, almost a quarter of Virginians working from home. Yeah, I didn't realize the number had increased that dramatically. Yeah, the transition happened pretty quickly. And now roughly 35% of the people in the U.S. who can work remotely are working from home all the time, according to Pew Research. Since the change from working at an office to working at home happened so abruptly, I assume that many people were a bit unprepared to have, uh, you know, to turn their living room or their bedroom into an office space. Speaking as one of those people who had to do that, I wish I had more space during that time. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you on that. Um, So that brings us to the housing market, Dominique. There were a lot of people who decided that they needed additional space or decided to up and move, you know, now that they had the ability to work from from virtually anywhere. Um, So what uh, impacts has that had? Um, So what you're saying is very true, Ryan. So a lot of those workers decided to leave those larger, more expensive cities uh, and traded in for more suburban rural areas that had a lower cost of living. And how did the population change from urban and suburban areas during this time? According to the Economic Innovation Group, Large urban counties lost 1.2 million people between July 2020 and July 2021, 
while almost 800,000 people moved into the suburbs and exurbs in the same time period. And with the influx of people, I know that the housing market uh, became tight during this time as supply was unable to meet the demand that was out there. Correct. After the Great Recession, the demand for housing fell as construction and labor costs began to increase. In the 2010s, there were 6.8 million single-family home starts, which was down significantly from the 2000s when single-family housing starts totaled 12.3 million. That's according to the National Association of Home Builders. The slowdown in construction you know, was an ongoing concern, certainly since uh, the Great Recession back in you know, 08, 09 timeframe. But it became a bigger issue when the pandemic and work from home trend sparked an increase in demand for housing. Yeah, the lack of supply made the market very competitive. It struck up home prices and pushed a lot of people, especially those buyers, into bidding wars. Let's talk about those home prices for a minute. What kind of impact did work from home have on housing prices? Well, according to a study that was done by the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, home prices rose 15% between November 2019 and November 2021 in the United States, with 60% of that increase attributed to remote work. So remote work had a big impact on, on home prices. What about rents? I know we all saw the headlines about rental rates surging during this time. Yeah, those headlines weren't wrong. By the first quarter of 2022, rents had grown 11.3% year over year. A lot of buyers who had been priced out of the housing buying market had decided to go back to renting, but they were finding it really difficult to afford it due to the lack of supply that kept those rental prices elevated. Yeah, it sounds like it certainly was a challenging time to be either a home buyer or a renter. It was. But there's also one more important sector that we haven't talked about that work from home had a significant impact on. Want to take a guess at what that is? Oh, that's an easy one, Dominique. The commercial market. Ah, yes. More specifically, the office market. Working from home was not only cost effective for employees, but also for businesses. It allowed them to diversify their pool of talent, encourage employee engagement, and cut down on cost. You're right. Uh, but because millions of people were working remotely, office spaces were not utilized as heavily. You know, in local coffee shops and restaurants saw a decrease in foot traffic, leading to less money for downtown business areas during this time. Those downtown areas have definitely suffered significantly since the start of the work from home trend. In the first quarter of 2020, the national office vacancy rate was 9.6%. But as remote work became more of the norm, we saw those office vacancy rates rise to 12.08% in the first quarter of 2022. But even as office vacancies remain high, it is important to mention that we are seeing office attendance numbers increase uh, in recent months. You know, places like Google and Amazon, uh, you know, large firms have asked their employees to come back into the office at least part of the week. That's true. In September 2020, office attendance was roughly about 25%, according to Castle Systems. But in September of 2023, we saw that attendance actually grow to 50%. Yeah, it's good to see those numbers picked up, uh, but it seems like, you know, a good number of businesses are still allowing employees to work remotely, you know, during part of the week, uh, which, you know, is more of a hybrid schedule. Yeah, they are. Office spaces are going to continue to be impacted uh, as long as employees work remotely. 
And with less demand for the space, we are starting to see that the value of these properties are dipping with many of them sitting empty or being sold at a loss. What about office conversions? I've been hearing a lot about this. You know, I know um, that became a way for some office buildings uh, to that have been abandoned for whatever reason to kind of be reutilized into a different use, uh, in most cases residential. Uh, do we have any information about how those are, are trending? Yeah, we do. We do. So office conversion it was a great tool that was used uh, during the pandemic, but it's kind of slowed down recently. Uh, so CBRE recently reported that there was 42 completed office conversions last year, and those numbers match pre-pandemic levels. So uh, despite the fact that it is a viable option for people, um, it does tend to be a little bit more expensive, but it can be a purposeful way to reuse the office space instead of just letting it sit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure it's a case-by-case -case kind of thing, but, you know, the office market is experiencing a pretty, pretty rough climate right now. They are, unfortunately, and the outlook for the market doesn't seem to be getting much better over the next few years. So a recent report by McKinsey Global Institute estimated that remote work will lead to an $800 billion global loss in office building value by 2030. $800 billion. Wow. Let's, uh, let's hope that number doesn't become a reality. Here's hoping. We have talked about work from home's effect on the first few years of the pandemic, but what about now? You know, we're barreling into 2024. What's the, uh, what's the impact nowadays? So those work from home numbers have moderated since the beginning of the pandemic. So currently we have 5.2% of workers working remotely in 2022. Part of this is because employers are requiring their workers to go back into the office, but it's also due in part to the rise in hybrid work schedules. So more employees are willing to split their time between working at home and working in the office? Yes. According to Pew Research, 41% of people who have jobs that can be done remotely are working a hybrid schedule. And even though the number of remote workers has dipped since the start of the pandemic, 78% of full-time workers said they would sacrifice something, either a pay cut or working on the evenings and weekends so that they could work remotely. So what about the current impact from work from home on the housing market? The return to office mandates, uh, which a lot of places like Google and Amazon are implementing, a lot of those employees are having to choose between selling their home and going back to the office or staying where they are and losing their job. Oof, that's a that's a difficult decision for someone to make. Yeah, I couldn't. And it would be pretty tough for me to make that choice. But um, it, Redfin, according to them, 10.1 percent of people are likely to move because of return to office mandates. But there are still those workers who opt to move farther away from their employer in order to afford cheaper housing. And if we look at the data, Dominique, who uh, who do those people typically uh, tend to be? That's a great question. Workers 18 to 34 years old. In a recent housing survey by Fannie Mae, they found that 30% of workers in this age range would live or commute further away from their employer. Yeah, I think that's a sign really of where we are with the residential real estate market. You know, remote workers are, are still looking to live in less expensive, you know, suburban and exurban areas. During a time when when home buying is really a challenge due to rising home prices and uh, elevated uh, mortgage rates. Yes. Uh, so in a survey, they found that 42 percent of people preferred to buy a home in a suburban area with both renters and homeowners preferring the suburbs over urban areas. So before we close out today's topic, 
What else can you tell us about the impact from work from home? Well, if it isn't obvious from everything that we've discussed thus far, work from home is not just a passing fad. It has quickly become part of the fabric of the workforce and plays a role in where people choose to live. I think on that note, we'll end it there. We talked a lot today about work from home and the impact it has had on the economy, job force, and the housing market. Now, one thing we have not talked about are the words and the phrases that have been used to describe the effect uh, that the pandemic has had on the real estate market and the new terms uh, that, that people came up with during this time. So, Dominique, are you ready to guess the meaning of some of these uh, popular pandemic era words? Uh, not entirely sure, but I'm always up for a challenge. Good enough. So the first word is Zoom towns. What does that phrase mean? Okay, so part of me wants to say that it is a town where a bunch of people have Zoom meetings, but I have a feeling that that's not 100% accurate. <laughs> that's a good guess. You're getting pretty close. Okay. So if I have to pick something, so my final answer is that Zoom towns are areas where remote workers moved during the pandemic that ended up increasing that area's population. That's correct. All right, so you ready for the last one? Yes. All right. The term is office doom loop. What do you think that means? Well, honestly, it sounds a little spooky to me. <laughs> yeah, they probably could have come up with a better phrase, uh, but you still have to guess what it means. Let's hear it. Okay, okay. So I know it has to do with the office market, and we mentioned earlier in the podcast how remote work has led to blessed business in downtown markets. So I'm going to say that the office doom loop means people are spending less money because they are working remotely rather than commuting, which is causing businesses to close and cities to lose tax revenue. Wow. Spot on. Well done, Dominique. That's correct. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Glad I got it right. Thank you for joining us today. I will leave you with a smart stat, 36.2 million. That is the number of people that are estimated to be working remotely by 2025, according to Upwork. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Rooflines, real talk about real estate in Virginia. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to Rooflines on your favorite podcast platform. If you have ideas for future podcast topics, please share those with us by emailing rooflines at virginiarealtors.org.